professional. 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 Say it the right way. Say it the right way. Say it one more time. Professional. Professional is when I Pro press, press the button in the middle of us yeah. trying to work out some technical. <laughs> professional. Professional. Uh, That's right, Jamie. <laughs> we are professional. Brandon. We are. Brandon, yeah. I see yeah. you're you're giving us a different look this evening. Why, yes, I am. Jamie Noguchi, I have managed, I have managed, thanks to the wonders of technology and thanks to the fine people at the Macintosh Corporation, I have managed <laughs> to come to you live via my cell phone as a webcam. Oh, okay. I know, I know. Coming to you live through a series of tubes, thanks to the one and only greatest self-proclaimed mammon on the planet, Al Gore. This <laughs> is, once again, boys and girls, the fucking do it cast. <laughs> I am one of your hosts. My name is Brandon Chalmers, and with me is the co-host with the mo host, the greatest man I possibly know, the one and only. Ladies love him, men wanna be him. All, all, all. Bend at the knee for the one and only, the angry Zen master, Jamie, by God, Noguchi. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> you, <laughs> the way you bring me on makes me sound way more important than I have ever felt. <laughs> Motherfucker, we're on <laughs> the podcast network that we're on, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I am, I am the way it should be the lone white guy with a beard. So I need to pay <laughs> homage. Like I need to make sure that everyone understands that when they show up here and they're like, what the fuck, who invited this guy <laughs> that I know exactly where I am in the pecking order of everything. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm the hype guy at best. Like I'm <laughs> I'm here to move refrigerators and make you feel better about you. Nothing else in between. <laughs> moving moving furniture and hyping up people. Hyping That's up what I'm here for. Yeah, we we are part of the Hard Knock Media Podcasting Network. That is N O C as in Nerds of Color. Um, wherever we post this, you'll see a link. Our top link is to um, a Nerds of Color page where Keith uh, and other people in the network have shared places where you can donate and petitions that you can sign for the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, we're, we're still on that. I, my connection is all fucky for some reason. Um, but yeah, we're, we're going to be doing that until things change. If it's you know, November, if it's next year, if it's 2022, if it's 2023, if it's when Hazel goes away to college, if we're still linking to this shit, uh, it's up until things actually change. So um, yep. that's, uh, that's, Jamie, that's where we stand. I'm, I'm going to assume you hit all the most important things because you completely froze on my end. So I hope we're okay. Oh, shit. I, oh, that sucks. Well, we'll, we'll find out. I'll find out when I, uh, I go to edit this. I'll find out if I go to edit this. And if not, I will put an insert right here where I do a little yes. voiceover that says That's all of okay. the important stuff. That's all right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, so I, 
I usually close down all my browsers uh, when, when we record, but I forgot we got email. We got email Brandon Chalmers from a fan, and I need to, to read this email. So I'm desperately trying to find our, uh, our email. Where is my, the problem, the uh, problem. Here we go. I just here. closed down all of my browsers, so just in case the problem is on my end. No, no. See, kids, what a podcast usually has when it hits the level of professionalism that the fucking do a cast is. You got to understand that there are things called technical difficulties, and usually <laughs> when we are in a fine establishment producing television like Jamie and I are used to, sometimes you'd end up putting what's, what's called a bumper graphic, and it would tell you to please stand by technical difficulties. And, Profa you know, professional now. <laughs> professional now. At least we're not live streaming, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, that's, that's yeah. the next step is to, to take what we do is and it? put it out on the Twitch. <laughs> I, I don't want to find out how few people listen to us in general. <laughs> Nevertheless, listen to us live. Like that's the secret of the sauce here, Jamie. Is I never actually find out what our listenership is. So I make sure to give every show our all. Give it our so all. So for all two of you, I see you. I'm here for you. <laughs> I I actually uh, I actually don't know either. I should I should take don't, a look at the stats so we don't, can don't sell ourselves to it. like brands and stuff, but. I don't care. Yeah. Um, so we got a message from Vincent. And it, it goes, how are you doing? Glad to know you will see my email this time. Ha. Um, I've been catching up a lot lately, watching episode 68 right now. And I feel the same as two years ago. This partnership is entertaining as fuck, even though I know about half of your subjects. Oh, that, that makes me feel good. Thank you, Vincent. Uh, sounds like a good and funny guy. Your chemistry with Jamie, A++. Question, I know you two like yeah. video games, but yes. do you like board games, card games also? Is it popular in your area? Do you guys play them often? If so, what are, your geeking ab what are you geeking about them lately? Thank you for the entertainment, Vince. Uh, I'll just leave it at Vince. I'm not gonna shout out your last name. Just, I don't wanna dox anybody. Uh, from yeah, Quebec that's, City. that's not okay. Uh, P.S. The Fast and Furious being in the DCU killed me. One of our best episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Brandon, card games, board games. What what are you playing? Are you playing? What are you playing? Um, so usually I'm not the biggest card game, board game guy. Um, but at the at the same time, I have been known to jump in to a game or two um, before I recently. And if you haven't had the opportunity, educate yourself on the fine people over at Cards Against Humanity. Uh, yeah, that used to be one of my favorites. Um, <laughs> For the time being, one of my favorites right now, and I'm so worried about putting this out in the world because I'm convinced I'm going to find out something terrible, um, would be Joking Hazard by the crew over in Cyanide and Happiness. And the one that I'm really looking forward to go picking up is um, is basically their, their game, um, what is it, uh, Trial by Trolley. Mm. And the idea is essentially... It's done very similarly to a lot of the card games that you have. You get two teams, and essentially what you do is you lay down a card on each side, and then the teams essentially have to say which one you want to save. So it's, you know, a genie who grants you three wishes or every nurse on the planet. Oh. And the, tro like the trolley is going to kill one of the two of them, <laughs> and you have to decide. And then the idea is... 
okay, then you move on to the next round and then you add to, and it's, you know, a kitten or a guy named Jeff, but the other team has things called like modifier cards. So uh-huh. it's basically like a guy named Jeff and then someone throws a modifier card from the opposite team and it says, but Jeff has a racist tattoo. And you're like, who? <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> and then the yeah. idea is you compound those three sets of people and then decide which one of the three dies. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Right. So oh my I, God. I'm a huge fan of those games. One, where you get to kind of have a bit of conversation with friends. Two, you get to really pick on friends in the most inappropriate way. Like, I am really excited. One of my friends is a nurse, and I cannot wait to play this because I really <laughs> hope I get to lay down that card and I have to argue with the team that she's on about how we should kill every nurse humanly possible. <laughs> oh man, that's that sounds yeah. fun. That sounds yeah, horrible so, and fun. But it's perfect for uh, this day and age when dark humor is the only humor we can squeeze out of the stone that is 2020. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so so for me, I, I like a good game where you can kind of debate things, what have you. Um, Those are always I fun. like a game... Yeah, like I like a game of a bit of moral ambiguity mm-hmm. where it starts to make you question a lot of things and you start to learn a lot about your friends and everybody starts to feel really awkward about it. So you start to knock some of those walls down. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the, personally, those are the kind of games for me, party games like that. Um, I am a huge fan of playing Monopoly, but I have also gotten into genuine arguments that almost ended relationships (laughs) over Monopoly. So I know to step myself away because I play to win. Well, they, they have kids Monopoly now and the rules are much more simple. So we've, we've played that with Hazel because we have three people Um, that, that cards against humanity game, not cards against humanity game, uh, the cyanide and happiness game. um, They were, they were showing that off at, um, was it not last year at San Diego Comic-Con, but the year before that at San Diego Comic-Con. And they had a Red Ranger edition (laughs) uh, with, um, oh gosh, I forget, Austin St. John. Austin St. John. And he was signing at the table. Now, at our booth at San Diego Comic-Con, the um, digital pimp is like right across from Cyanide and Happiness. So we're, we're hanging out one day and fucking red ranger shows up and and of course you know people are people are assigned like want him to do the thing like it's morphin time yeah. or, or his yeah thing. of course and he only yeah, he only, he only, he only did it the once he was like it's morphin time and my brother from the top of his lungs yells yes and just <laughs> shears so after he gets done signing austin st john comes over and says hey Thank you for that. That 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 was that was the appropriate <laughs> response. And he, and he invited my brother over to like he was demoing a game later that afternoon. He was like, yeah. "You should come by and check out this game that I'm demoing and stuff." <laughs> uh, so our our brief brush with Tokusatsu fame Comic Con through cyanide and happiness. <laughs> I was gonna say, in all fairness, I we've had through Art Fight and me personally have had quite a few brushes with Rangers. Yeah. And every one of them, other than the uh, Jason David Frank or whatever he is. Um, oh, yeah. The green, I, yeah. 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 Other than the Green Ranger eyeballing me in a hotel elevator, um, 
refusing to acknowledge while I guess Jesus wasn't tapping. I, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> um, have been really good. You know, uh, got a chance to take a shuttle back uh, from a comic con to the airport with David Yost, the blue Ranger. Yes. Um, I want to meet had him. some run-ins uh, and like, and this is the problem is like, I don't remember anyone's name. So the first yeah. black Ranger from the first season, uh, both, yeah. uh, you know, our fight uh, co-host Rawson over and I did a show in Jersey. We're riding in the elevator down. Rawson is blue jacket, me and my red jacket. Guy asks who we're from. We tell him where we're super our fight. Looks at us and goes, so what do you guys do without missing a beat? Rawson and I both look at him and just go, color commentary. And he looks at the two of us in our color jackets and goes, it's cute. I like that. And then <laughs> decided to follow us in and watch us do the first match. And like, it was a small con and was genuinely nice. And, you know, yeah. like, so in turn... I'm I'm at Awesome Con a couple years ago, waiting for somebody from Art Fight to come meet me. I've got all the stuff, and I'm hanging out in the lobby of the hotel, <clears> and <throat> I see a bunch of Power Rangers. They recognize me because I'm at a bunch of cons and stuff like that. And I look over and I go, "Oh, hey!" And they're like, "Hey, how's it going?" And I was like, "Good." You, I, uh, and they're like, "Oh, here for the con." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, we'll see you guys later." And they're like, "Oh, yeah, cool." And it was like a quick kind of back and forth of like, this is someone I recognize who hasn't been a total creeper because I haven't run up and been like, please sign my thing. Yeah. So, of course, I think it was Ross again who was walking toward me. He goes, did a bunch of Power Rangers just wave at you? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm good like that. Let's go. And just time. like, yeah, like this is for me. This isn't for you. You don't get this fame. This is, yeah. this is for Papa Bear. I, I really, God, I want to get back on the con circuit, but I want to specifically go to Power Morphicon because it is the Power Ranger convention <laughs> where they will all convene. And I, I swear to you, Brandon Chalmers, I, I need to get an artist alley table there. Uh, I need to be involved in Tokusatsu somehow and get, get there. Jamie, where like, is this con? Where I, is this con? I, I don't know. It's, it's not happening this year, obviously, but... Well, thank you. Thank you for that enlightening yeah, information. They, 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 I think they rotate uh, areas okay. where it's been, so I'm, I'm definitely keeping an I, eye out for it, because... I was going to say, because if you don't get a chance to get a table at it, at the very least, a lot of us owe you a beautiful birthday gift of, like, treating <laughs> you to a weekend at Power Morphicon and just being like... You know what, buddy? Checkbook's open. I'm just, whatever your little heart desires, you just go fucking banana pants God, and just gonna... go run around just having a great time getting things signed and being a total nerd in the best kind of way. The, the thing is, I don't know shit about the American version, so I'm going to be like, oh, so, hey, you're a ranger, you're a ranger. I don't care. I'm going to go for like the random yeah, but, suit actor from Japan that no one's ever talking to. That's fine, because you're going to be among your people. <laughs> God. Um, but yeah, I... I, I miss I miss going out on the road. Uh, that's that's my favorite part is like interacting with people on in the back end and just like yeah. hanging out with them after hours and you know not when everyone isn't on anymore and they're just chilling and they're just you know yeah 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 yeah. Um. Anyway, so to go back to Vincent's question for you, oh I right. did actually remember. Yeah yeah. <laughs> not gonna let us go too far <laughs> off tangent. So I answered the question of what board game. I'm more into what yes. about you, Jamie? I know obviously these days, given your your time with your daughter at home, a lot of kids' games have been happening. You've been kind enough to include me in some of them oh, yeah. uh, via via FaceTime calls and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah. what's the go-to for you? Like if, if Hazel, let's say, was older and you had the ability to play, what's the go-to for you? So um again, another convention experience. We 
we did anime, not anime, we did PAX East. Yes. And um, you and Michael Bracco had to leave early um, because yes. you were smart. And the, re <laughs> the rest of us decided to hang out because, you know, it's Game Con. Well, um, no, in all fairness, you all flew in. Right. I, <laughs> Bracco and I drove. Right. From Baltimore to Boston, literally yeah. did the show, slept, got up the next morning, and then drove back. So yeah. I can say I was in Boston for maybe 14 hours, tops. <laughs> yeah, and we, we stayed the whole weekend because um, uh, the guys hadn't been to a PAX before. I'd been to PAX Prime because I would visit my brother every year for a while, and we would, we would right. do the show there. So I'd been to one, but I'd never been to the East Coast one. We met up with uh, a lot of the guys from um, Opinions May Vary, that whole, yes. An that whole crew. Another fine podcast. You guys should totally check them out. And there was a game we found called Dragoon. And basically, yes. you, are a, you, you get a little dragon token, and you are a dragon, and your goal is to like hoard gold and stomp towns and stuff. And I didn't get it at the time because uh, it was just it, it was like me, Audrey, and Hazel. And Hazel's not old enough to, to play it. But like once she gets a little bit older, and if board games go into our rotation more often, I think that that's one I would pick up because the, the tokens themselves are really cute. They're, they were like um, not pewter, but they were all metal. I think we were they, they had the special edition on sale at the time. Okay. Gotcha. Um, but, but they felt really good. And the game was a lot of fun, just stomping around as dragons, fighting each other, taking over hordes, <laughs> blowing up towns. And I was like, this, this speaks to me. This is, this, the, this is game is my essence right here. If it were that giant robots, like it would be better. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like that, that really does feel like your jam. Um, and then there was another card game that Marty picked up, and I forgot what it was called, but the basic premise is you're given a certain number of cards and in like 30 seconds, you have to give a wrestling promo based on the cards. And, oh. and that game was super fun. So like we did the con, we picked up these things and we got tired. So we just sat in the lobby of a hotel playing Dragoon and the, the wrestling game, like shit talking each other for like right. hours before it was That's time to eat to eat dinner it was the best best packs i'd ever been to and we we <laughs> hardly saw any of the video games yeah just, just playing games yeah <laughs> you you know my feeling about packs waste of time and money yeah. um yeah uh, i mean I'm, I'm glad people have fun yeah. and by all means it, it's probably just not my thing rock on do your thing enjoy yourself but yeah. boy howdy would i do a mag fest <laughs> six times a year before you could even fly me for free to go do a PAX. So I agree with you, except when Bungie has special events going on. Uh, yes. Brandon yes, Chalmers, yes, yes. the Destiny 2 launch. Holy shit. My brother's company knows how to throw a party. <laughs> you know, it's funny. They know how to throw a party, but they don't know how to manage a game after a while, which is weird. Maybe the party planner should be working on making a better long-term product. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But Walked right into that. <laughs> I, yeah. But, but going, going, to, going to PAX Prime and hanging out with the Bungie crew like after hours, that's always fun. And, and again, it's another one of those things, like hanging out with people in the industry when they're not on yeah. is a lot of fun. Um, yeah. So... 
I, I missed that on the convention circuit. We'll get there. Yeah. We'll yeah, get there. Yeah. It's weird having a book come out and not being able to promote it. Like me and Jeremy are going fucking stir crazy because like we're used to comic book sales. So like yeah. the way you get comic book sales is you pound the pavement, you go to stores, you go to shows, you go to cons and you say, this is my new thing. This is my new thing. Check out my new thing. And we can't do that. So we're both like, <laughs> and the publishers yeah. are really happy with what's going on. Like they're, okay. they're not, they're not happy with not being able to like physically go, yeah, obviously, but, they, right. but they're, but they're happy with the press that we're getting. So it's just kind of like, okay, I hope, I hope if the publisher is happy with the product and they understand that it's got nothing to do with you and they're good. That's the idea, man. Feed the master and yeah. let time eventually pick it up. It'll, yeah. it'll be okay. Like people yeah. will pick this thing up. I promise you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, thank you, Vincent for writing in. Uh, if any of you have questions for us, we are checking our emails. Um, you can, Oh, something, something happened. Something happened. Yeah. Did the my, camera my fall cam down? My camera suddenly just stopped working and it was like <laughs> disconnected. And then I like picked the thing back up and awkwardly flip it over on my incredibly <laughs> messy desk. And then all of a sudden it was like, Hey, we're connected. It was like, thanks for the shot on my stomach. Um, so connected. So, uh, we are, we are small, we are small enough that we don't get a whole lot of email. So if you want us to respond to you and you want it on a show, now is the yeah. time to do it. Our, uh, email is info at fucking do it cast.com. It'll be, in the show notes wherever I post this. So along with the, the link to the um, Nerds of Color link, you'll also have our email address. You can hit us up there. We will talk yep. about you. We will answer your question. I won't yep. put your full name out there uh, unless, yep. unless you have a funky nickname that you want me to, to, to say. And, yeah, and and unless way. you're like, please read my full name and contact information yeah. across the interwebs <laughs> to the dozens. And I mean dozens, dozens. of fucking do good fans. <laughs> fans. Yeah. Um, also, we're willing to answer really any questions. So if you have life advice, want to learn something about 401k divestment, just, you know, whatever you guys, Jamie, Believe it or not, thanks to the pandemic, I actually had to learn about that. Thanks, economy. So uh, genuinely, we'll answer anything you'd like in the most inappropriate way we can think of. So uh, Indeed. send in those questions. Indeed. Send in those questions. So before we get to what we are geeking on. Yes. Um, I said every week I will try to find a an uplifting story related to the news, related to current events, related to something that's going on, and okay. leave it to the Supreme Court to come out swinging this week and surprise <laughs> the hell out of everybody. So they they came out with a bunch of decisions. Yes. Not all of them great. That's they, okay. They decided to not take a bunch of cases. Also, not all of that great. Yep. But in regards to Title VII, they extended civil rights protections to the LGBTQ plus community, meaning that in America, it is now illegal to be fired for being LGBTQ plus. So during Pride Month, they, the Supreme Court read the room and they said, it is, you know, the, the Title VII protections not only cover race, they also cover 
sexual preference, uh, gender identity, we're good to go. Now, document everything, because if you happen to work, work in a at-will state, you can still get fired for not being a culture fit. So document everything. Yeah. Document everything. Yeah. <laughs> document everything. But I, I, felt, I felt like even though this good news comes with a lot of caveats, I don't know. I mean, it, it, felt, it felt good. It felt good for about like five minutes after reading it. It's, it's really nice that in the year of our Lord, 2020, which if we were actually filming a movie back in 1986, would feel like the future where there's flying cars and laser swords and all sorts of cool stuff. I mean, we got pocket that, computers. That's pretty cool. Hey, look, no, don't get me wrong. I'm coming to you live from my NASA computer. I, I get it. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to pick every fight I got to pick. Yeah. But at the same time, there is a little bit of like, fuck yeah, <laughs> finally. And then there's that deep pause and going, so it took us this long to realize that everyone should be treated like a person equally and shouldn't be fired? Cool. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, yeah. you know, I guess look at us moving forward compared to some other countries. Huh? And I, like, I'm, I'm genuinely glad that people shouldn't be and hopefully aren't and if they are terminated based on that that they will end up being able to defend themselves in a court of law that yeah. will be upheld by the supreme court i'm i'm genuinely pleased about that that's yeah. the way that fucking should be <sighs> but yeah i don't know like <laughs> i think it's because we've all and i know i'm preaching to the choir being the bitchy white guy here I'm just like i i feel like society's been ground down like we're an eracer that's yeah. getting down yeah. the metal yeah it's yeah like, yeah fucking, and we're we'll scraping the paper, the paper. Like, yeah yeah like look so long as the drawing's not there that's all i really care about i'll draw on the fucking desk like i don't care yeah um and I, I so now that it's the law of the land i don't know i don't know what the statutes are like if you can go back and sue uh for for previous terminations um I have no idea but get Get if you feel like you've been fired for unjust cause because of your 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 gender identity or your sexual preference, lawyer the fuck up because yeah these assholes need to pay these yeah. assholes need to fucking pay um, yeah. and document everything document everything like you might think you're in a, a woke company or not but just just keep records like keep copies of you know, questionable emails document like microaggressions. Cause one people don't know shit, but two, you have, you have to have documentation. Otherwise yeah. no one can do anything. It, it's a, he said, she said, and at least if you have uh, contemporaneous notes or memos or emails for sure, or texts or um, Slack messages or uh, what's the WhatsApps, you know, I'm, I think WhatsApp is supposed to be like, secure and you can't grab it but you can yeah. fucking grab it yeah. fucking grab it uh document 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 so yeah document. Uh, um but you, either way to document? to to go on record obviously i wholeheartedly agree with you and that is some good news in a very difficult time when a good news is not happening most days um yeah so i a big one in a sea of really bad big ones. 
Yeah. Um, do you want a stupid one that's kind of funny? Yeah, please, lay it on me. Uh, oh, can I, Jamie, can we spin the big wheel of good stories? Because I am really hoping we spin that wheel and we land on water ski squirrel. Because <laughs> I have not seen water ski squirrel in so long. No, I, I just, it's, it's a Twitter fight that's really dumb, but it's amusing to me. <laughs> uh, some reason, some yeah. reason, a bunch, of, a bunch of senators decided to take on Ron Perlman. Like... Oh, this is delightful. I, yeah. I love the idea <laughs> that some of them, I'm sure, if you ask them, let's say six years ago, what their favorite TV show was, they'd be like, I love Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Best show on TV. Swear yeah, yeah. to God. Yeah. That, that show is outstanding, and that Ron Perlman is a man. A yeah. man. Yeah. Not realizing <laughs> what sort of, of like sleeper cell they were letting in behind the gates. Yeah. So uh, I think it was Jeff Jordan or Jim Jordan. I don't know. I don't know. Pro probably Jim Jordan if I had Jim, to take a guess. Jim Jordan. So like, so Ron Perlman said he, yes. he posted about defunding the police because it's, it's, you know, yeah, we need to defund the police. And Jim Jordan yeah. was like, well, you played a, you know, you played a cop on TV. What's that feel like? And, and Ron Perlman's like, yes, I played an asshole TV. What's it like actually being one? And then Jim. Okay. Jim wow. Just gonna. We're we're gonna step. I like that. Ron immediately is yeah. like, my my ten pound cock. You say? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so no. I can yeah. absolutely present it. That's fine. Like it's. So Jim, Jim, Jim wanted to challenge Ron to like a wrestling match or a fighting match or something like that. And and and. What? what? And, <laughs> Whoa! Hang on. Wait. Wait. Time out. Okay. I because. I don't know if that if anyone else's brain just went wait and just literally did one of those like Ron Burgundy sipping a beer that escalated quickly. Yeah. You're saying that politician Jim <laughs> Jordan and Ron Perlman, Hellboy, uh-huh, got into a verbal spat on Twitter. Oh yeah, oh yes. Oh yes. Jordan tries to call out Ron. And Ron's basic response is, well, yes, I played an asshole, but you are an asshole. Would you like to counter? Yeah. Which is, is a strong, like, that's a strong opening. That, Jamie, yeah. that's yeah. you and I just, like, showing up to play a pickup tennis game. And one of the Williams sisters just fucking, like, is stretching out across the other side of the court. Mm. It's like... So what do you want to like play six or seven games and be like, sure. Yeah. Whatever you want. And next thing you know, I look like I belong on the cast of like uh, pirates of Caribbean because I just like from the knee down, it's just gone. Just <laughs> eviscerated by a tennis ball. Just gone. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like weebles wobble and I'm falling down. Brandon, so, Brandon. And then when they, so, so wait, so it he continues. continues it, it then, continues. Right. But hang on. He challenges him to a physical altercation. Now, yeah. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. to the best of your recollection, you don't know whether or not this is a like arm wrestling, thumb wrestling, uh, the the card game war, uh, a fisticuffs <laughs> fight, like some sort of challenge gauntlet has been and, thrown and, down. And yes, wrestling. Yeah, the the challenge has been thrown down. Okay. R Ron responds 
like yeah. a gentleman. He says, well, you know, wrestling is problematic at this point, but how about this? How about I, I donate like 50K to a charity, you know, a, a Black Lives charity um, or a defense fund and you keep whatever fucking money you're, you're getting or whatever. It's like, just basically like, I'm going to do something. Why don't you just complain like a stupid little bitch you are? Ted Cruz decides this is the time to white knight for his, his boy, Jim Jordan. <sighs> yep. And basically says, well, Hellboy, if you're not going to be a man, why, why don't you be a man and fight my boy Jim Jordan and, and wrestle him? But you're too much of a chicken shit to do it. And it's just like, well, that's it. All right. Uh, <laughs> Jamie, if anyone needs me, and I assume Ron Perlman doesn't, but also... Ron's getting older, you know, like, I don't know if he wants to sully his boots. I'm just going to hang out over here. I'm going to have myself fitted for a singlet, and I'm going to just stretch out. <laughs> if Ron needs me to tag in and whoop Ted Cruz's ass, That's the I'm thing. good with that. That's the thing. Ted Cruz wasn't challenging him personally. He was, right. he was, he was hyping up Jim Jordan what? and saying that Jim what? Jordan could take care <laughs> I love... That, that Ted Cruz suddenly becomes the mouth of the South Jimmy Hart. And oh, it's real just bad. like... He real yeah, bad at it. Yeah. Wow. Like, I, uh, you know, I always knew <laughs> that eventually politics would end up coming full circle. And I had really hoped it was going to be one of those things where like, we got one of those things where I was like, if the senator from Kentucky says my name one more time, I will not be responsible for what happens next. And then just a cane just comes out and just clobbers him right in the head. <laughs> I really yeah, yeah. You know, like it's, I don't oh, know, 1896 or something. Wait, I got fire. Hold on. Let me see if I can get on fire. <laughs> <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? You're going to get us taken down by playing copyrighted things. Stop. No, no. I, I, I can turn on the, the light to make it look like fire. There we go. Oh, yes. Fireplace. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> Fireplace? I can't tell any difference. Oh, you can't there. tell? Never mind. No, I can't tell any difference. All right. Yeah. No, anyway. Yeah. So um, I don't know. What what do we do? Is it is it a like, can wrestling fans finally do something useful and all of us can like individually cut promos against <laughs> Jim Jordan. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, like, is, is that an option? No. Is see, that something we can do? The, but the problem is then we are elevating them. Like we're giving, we're giving this, we're giving them more attention than they fucking deserve. Um, yeah. But oh, I gotta be honest with you. We finally got him to play the game. <laughs> like we got him to play. Fuck it. He's going to grandstand anyway, and one of two things is going to happen. People who are interested in him are going to think he's tough if he's not actually challenged, or he gets laughed out of the room either way. So we may as well have a little fun with it, <laughs> and I think, I think there's a possibility that a one Dwayne The Rock Johnson could step in <laughs> and literally solve this problem for us by challenging Jim to an actual wrestling match. That would be glorious. That would be like, glorious. I, I think that's what we need because I, I am of the, of the group of people who understands that The Rock's politics may not necessarily agree 100% with mine. Um, I, 
please understand, kids, not that I dislike The Rock in any way, shape, or form. I have a feeling he's actually a bit more Republican than a lot of people realize. That's not a good or bad thing. Just I may very, not agree with Dwayne 100%. He's, he's been very he's good, good at dude. keeping that close to his chest. That, you know what? That's okay. That That is a-okay. Yeah. Being able to have a reasoned conversation and discussion with somebody about disagreeing about a topic is one thing. Calling them out over Twitter for a wrestling match requires a wrestling response if years of watching pro wrestling have taught me anything you don't let a guy punk you out you don't not on a national platform yeah i i hope that um john oliver saw that and i hope he got in touch with somebody to cut a promo there has to be someone that john oliver knows because he loves he loves duking on on uh fucking ted he loves duking on ted so you know fuck it maybe john oliver will just do it just he'll just find out whether or not he'll actually do it yeah (laughs) just fuck it get in there so we got a feel good Uh, story and a dumbass story (laughs) No, honestly, both of them feel good stories. I'm good with all of this. I I feel worlds better knowing that the guys who are are, are making some decisions that are very questionable as far as I'm concerned are also assuming that solving problems by calling someone else out via wrestling match is a viable response. I think that gives us every bit of understanding about where we are as a society right now. Yeah. And and that's part of their whole image is like this whole uber uber machoism that like they're so badass they're so cool that like they and they think they're dunking on Ron, and Ron's just like swatting them back, swatting them back, swatting them back, swatting them back. I I love the idea of Ted Cruz's doughy ass walking into the gym right, Jim Jordan feeling tough hitting the heavy bag. Just hitting the heavy bag, just teeing off. All of a sudden, you see Ted you, and his Jim, beard. I got you, Jim. I got you. Ted and his beard just slugging his ass up there and just all of a sudden be like, hey, man, got you. And just like, just gives him a fist bump. And the two of them just feel like they ended a Michael Bay movie. Like, yeah. just behind him, just explosions blowing up, gym equipment just shutting down. No one wearing a face mask, by the way. But <laughs> yeah, of course just- not. Fucking Jesus Christ. <laughs> It, it is too much to ask for them to get voted out, but God damn it, do they need to go. Fuck it. Let's do it the right way, Jamie. Let's give them what they want. Let's decide who we're going to pick next in those states. Trial by combat. <laughs> Two debates and one arena fight. Yeah. And we can make it simple. Like, we, we don't make it deadly, Right couple referees, we make sure we put in the octagon, but to spice things up a little bit, we, at the two-minute marker of the first round, throw one wooden spoon in there <laughs> just to see what happens. Yeah, just, just one wooden spoon. Right, yeah, like, does somebody get beat like they got an Italian grandma? Do they break it off and stab him in the heart? I don't know, but I'm excited. I'm here for it. Uh, yeah, I trial by spoon. Trial... Trial by spoon. Trial by spoon. Like, let's find out how bad your representative wants it. Can they fundraise? Sure they can. Can they pander? Absolutely. Can they make it five rounds in the octagon, one-on-one with the great one to decide who is actually the people's champion? Yeah. God, yeah. I've, I bet if they, if they didn't gerrymander their districts so bad, they could actually do stuff like that. Like Let them gerrymander. Let them gerrymander. 
Seriously, you think we couldn't find a way to just move someone who could be that representative into an apartment in a district that they don't want them there and then have them be like, I've been a resident for six months. I'm filing trial by combat. Let's do trial this. Trial by combat. That would let's, be great. Let's, let's dive headstrong into idiocracy the best way possible. We say that now. Um. If this happens in 10 years from now uh, and we actually get candidates duking it out, you were the one who predicted it. No, that's happened way before, believe yeah, me. Well, I mean, because who knows? Like, if, if, you were go, if you were to go back to like the, the, the 1990s or something, 1980s or something, and say that like a game show host is going to be president of the United States of America, you would say, what kind of fictional crack are you smoking? So you say weird shit like that. And before, before I would have said, no way, that's a funny thing to say. But now, I don't know if I can say that. <laughs> I, I got to be honest with you. I got I to take, uh, take uh, caveat with one of the things you say. In the worst kind of way, like game show host. I think calling The Apprentice a game show is an insult to game shows. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Because let's be honest here. We're not playing the feud. Yeah. Like, like if former Home Improvement star and former host of the Family Feud, uh, was it Richard Karn? I can't remember who it is. Or like, let's pick Steve Harvey. If, if Steve Harvey was, was running and won, you'd be like, I can't believe we elected a game show host. Like That's that. True. And honestly, back then... If you told me that like Chuck Woolery was here and his whole slogan was like, I'll see you in two and two, you'd be like, you know what? I'm kind of here for it. I'm going to pull that thing and see where we're at. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. You're right. At least a game show host has the ability to speak clearly in a positive way and give away cash prizes. Come cash on. Cash prizes. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, man. Uh, you get a pardon, and you get a pardon, and you get a pardon. <laughs> God damn. Uh, Brandon Chalmers, uh, Sir. upon what have you been geeking on this week? So this week, um, I have been watching a lot of YouTube, and something that I had come across a few months ago, um, kind of one part fandom on my end, one part kind of hit local. So there is a YouTube show called uh, Two Minutes to Late Night. And the idea is they basically yes. are a... Yes. yes. Okay, so yes. you know what I'm talking about. I do know so what they're ta you're they talking about. They do a lot of metal covers and they're very entertaining, a lot of fun. So they've been doing a lot of videos where they have had band members from different metal bands play at home and do covers of things together. So... Shauna! Both... Yes, and you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Featuring Baltimore's own War on Women leader, Hell Sean Potter, yeah. has done both a, uh, a fundraising set of Van Halen covers, which is outstanding, yeah. but I believe it was yesterday did a killer cover of The Warrior, and it has been in my head nonstop uh, since it happened. Yes, and it is super good. Shauna's so good. I know she is. And, uh, and you owe it to yourself also to check out the band War on Women Hell yeah. uh, that she is the leader of. And 
Yeah, like, and a Baltimore local and just a genuinely great person. And, and a, uh, a big advocate for making uh, safer spaces for women rockers and just in general, safer yeah, spaces yeah. worldwide. She's, a, she's yeah. an activist. She's a badass. And uh, I've seen <clears throat> a lot of things going around lately about the toxic nature of a lot of metal bands and metal shows and stuff like that. And I am a firm believer <clears throat> in making sure that we take that sort of toxic BS machismo culture the hell out of metal. Um, hell yeah. Metal's awesome. I love it. I love what it means. I love how it makes me feel. But I don't love how, it, and how they end up treating people and how some groups end up basically kind of taking a hold of it in the wrong kind of way. I have it. I don't know where that is. Jenny, uh, okay? Yeah, we're looking for a book. I don't know where that is. It might be downstairs still, but <laughs> you have to go to sleep, silly butt. <laughs> yeah, so um, that's what safer I've been for, geeking safer out Safer for her. Safer for her. Safer for Shauna, her, yeah. Shauna's trying to make metal safer for her. Yeah, know. Um, and, and the idea of, you know, bands making metal fun for everybody if metal's not your thing cool rad that's totally fine but you shouldn't be pushed out of a music genre because the fans are too toxic to deal with for sure that's not for okay sure. yeah. so um so yeah you should uh you should definitely check that out you should check out a lot of their other shows when they were actually doing live shows they feature a lot of really <clears throat> rad bands um one of my favorites baroness uh, and their new guitarist gina and just do really outstanding cover songs in a really fun way and uh i absolutely love it and it's a really nice break from everything else that's going on where you get a bunch of musicians from all over the place and just kind of hanging out doing the thing jamming out and uh yeah you should totally go check that out hell yes hell yes, yes. yeah hell yeah so that's what i've been geeking out about what about you jamie what have you been geeking out about uh i've been getting back into doing gunpla like uh Every night after I spend most of my time working on stuff, uh, I spend an hour to just like relax before I go to bed. Um, I've been I've been really getting into like the Haro kits. Oh, they're, they're really adorable. They're really cute. Oh, it's not autofocus. Um, but like they're really yeah. cute Haro Haro. Uh, they have a whole line of like Haro kits that are just this little dude. Um, but they've done like crazy variations where he has like his own little mech and stuff. Um, That's so cool. And there, it's a great platform for like, you know, doing panel lining and and all all sorts of weird stuff. So like, um, there's a I don't know if you're following the Slack channel on the um, the Art Fight Slack, but there's a whole section on toys where we talk nothing about gump but gunpla and like little stupid metal model kits and shit, and like. Awesome. They're adorable. They're just so stupid and small. Um, so a bunch <laughs> of us are just talking about how, how adorable they are. Um, Hell yes. And it's, and it's fun to make a thing and just like yeah. play with it and, you know, kick it around. So I've uh, been getting into the, the, the little dudes. That's cool. Yeah. Um, you know, because what, what else are you going to do? <laughs> no, sometimes you need to do some projects like that that are just kind of that thing and take a pause on where everything else is going in the rest of the world and just kind of take a reset and be like, okay, I need like an hour to just not want to rage scream into the void. So, yeah. 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 And I have... going to take some me time. Yeah. And I have an old, old kit like from when I was like 10 or eight or nine or whatever 
as a kid that's been in in a, on a shelf somewhere. So I took that apart and I've been rebuilding that to like, you know, customize it a little. And it's adorable. It's another one of those stupid little SD SD kits. So I cut <laughs> it apart. I like re resanded everything. I put in some custom pieces. I made some like modifications to it and I'm going to do like a really crazy paint job. And I was like, nice. Cuz I saw a YouTube channel of some guy doing gunpla and I was like, I could make a YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't have any time. I was going to say, Jamie, because what you need is another project. But some, That's but, what you need. But somebody, I'm not saying who, bookmarked a, uh, uh, a YouTube <laughs> channel page or something. Set one up for it. I'm not saying who. You're not saying who? Not saying you who. You never say who? Not saying okay. who. But uh, yeah. Because <laughs> like, now I have an area to film and. Mm. Not, mm. not 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 saying mm. not saying who. Mm. <laughs> um. All right, Brandon. Yeah, ma'am. Uh, we have a conspiracy, conspiracy corner. corner. We have a conspiracy corner. Conspiracy, conspiracy corner. corner. Uh. It is a very, 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 very niche conspiracy. Okay. Uh, and one that you are probably unfamiliar with unless you are currently watching the current season of Common Rider, which is Common Rider Zero One. Jamie, believe it or not, and I know this is going to come as a surprise, I am not watching <laughs> the current season of Common Rider, ah, currently well. known as Zero One. So well, I I will have to go on a in a deep dive explanation of what this this conspiracy I have is. Thank goodness. Let me <laughs> set the. Do you want me to set a timer to see no, no, how no, 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 you no. can explain no, this? No, I can't okay. do it quick. Uh, so I can't do it quick. Uh, I'm so to everyone listening, there are there are two Henshin devices this year. Normally, it's only one. You get a belt, and it has a gimmick, and then the secondary rider has the same belt with like a different thing. And they transform yeah. into two di different writers. So this is the zero one belt. This is the what? main belt. And okay. and to transform into common writer, you have these things called progress keys. So for the the main writer, this is how he transforms. So you get the key, you put it here. Wait. Oh, here we go. Here we go. And then you open up the key like this. Yeah. And then you put it in here like this. Best fucking line ever. What? What did he say? A jump to the sky turns to a rider kick. I, okay, <laughs> so so wait. Okay, hang on. So, do they just wear these belts all cash like? No. So when it's time to fight, they grab the belt, they put it on, they bring out the key, they push the button, they open the key, and they slide it what? into the. System. Oh, okay, wait, 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 time out. So, unlike let's say uh, U.S. Power Rangers or whatever it is, 
right. who always seem to have their morphers with them somewhere, right? right. You right. know, you're talking something like, essentially is like a, a, a large wallet or like brass knuckle sort of, sort of size. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, like it's, it's sizable, but could easily fit in, you know, like a cargo short pocket, let's I say. I have those downstairs, um, if you give me a minute. No, <laughs> no, I, no, 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 you're, you're good. I, I asked the question though, like, are are fanny packs and or like satchel bags incredibly popular in Japan? No, so it's it's a have you there's a there's a term for it's called hammer space I think where like when the transformers transform they put all the extra bits somewhere in in like subspace and then they transform. It's like I have an example when you're watching Highlander. Yeah. And all of a sudden Connor McCloud he's he's not wearing a jacket, he's in a t-shirt. All of a sudden he pulls a sword out from from behind his back. Where did that sword yeah. come from? No one cares. The, whoa, fir- whoa, whoa. <clears throat> the first no, the first season he had a jacket, so they could play yeah. it that way. But right. but in subsequent seasons, that jacket disappeared in certain episodes, and ever all of a sudden some the sword was there. It's the same see, thing. Sometimes see, I was always under the impression, right, that he always had that tucked in, slightly loosened T-shirt and like chino, <laughs> but like hammer pant chino combo. I was always under the impression that like that sword was tucked down his leg. So you, because you know, you never really like he never ran anywhere without the sword out, and like he was always kind of very casually kind of sauntering places. Yeah. So I just assumed that that thing was just digging in the back of his calf all the time. Mm-hmm. And just, he was walking around with that bad boy just strapped right to the back of his thigh. Like, just no question about it. Like, he's just walking around like, Duncan, you okay? Like, oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. We're, we're good. I'm just going <laughs> to hold a hammy earlier play a little pickup game. It's all good. Yeah. Like, well, well, for, for Common Rider, they're, they're talking, they're having a conversation. When it comes time to fight, they'll reach around and the belt's there. They'll just reach behind their back and pull out the belt. Okay, well, hang on a second. How is the henshin sequence more impressive than the idea of the second they pull behind their back, they rip a hole in time and space <laughs> and grab a giant belt out? Like, how is no one more impressed by that? Like, because, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I know it's not much of a show, but I want to know what else they could just... Could you just keep reaching? Does the shit get cooler every time you dip your hand into that magician's hat? I mean, like, yeah, as the seasons go on, the belts get bigger with, like, more add-ons. Right, yeah. right but that's yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> right, yeah, like, I, I, want, I want a practical, like, at the very least, can we pretend like they wear it all the time? Have them, like, do the, like, tucked in uh, into the pants or whatever it is? wearing the the skin tight suit what have you yeah. and then all of a sudden when the time comes had them like lift the shirt up and the belts there and you're like how the fuck <laughs> at least that is pretending like they were wearing it the whole time one of one one of the earlier seasons in the heisei era fives they actually carried the belt in a suitcase and so and Every time it was time to transfer, transform, they would open up the suitcase and put on the gear. So, like, See, you knew where the belt was all the time. And if they, if, they lo- if they lose the case, they're fucked. And so they get that's their ass That's what beat. I'm saying. Yeah. There's a plot point there. Yeah. Because then you're playing the game of, well, I can defeat the common Rider by stealing the belt. And, and See, I don't have, actually yeah. have to beat the common Rider. I just have to get the belt. Yeah. And then... 
I can unlock the power of the Kamen Rider. And then we find yeah. out, like, there's some sort of Thor's thing where, like, you got to be worthy of the belt, blah, 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 blah. Well, or, it, better yet, you get a rad variant where you get the evil guy doing the henshin sequence, and then they <laughs> get the super rad one. And then you find out whatever gave them the first henshin belt suddenly goes, we had a backup belt, and it's stronger than this one. We weren't <laughs> sure if you were worthy, but now we know you're worthy. And they're like, yeah. new toy! <laughs> Fuck yeah! That, that season... With the briefcases, that's exactly yeah. what happened. The bad guy did See, that's belt. what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. And and it was only certain bad guys that could wear the belt because you had to have like this orphanoc blood. Anyway. Past <laughs> I seasons, like that I past managed se- to figure that out yeah. like that. That is past, so embarrassing. Past seasons have addressed this. The current season does not give a shit. See, however, this is the problem. However, however. There's 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 one thing so like that's that's our main writer. There's a secondary writer, Fua, who yeah. turns into a wolf. He has a gun. Whoa, whoa, timeout. Whoa, 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 timeout. Cause you blew right through okay. that thing. <laughs> okay, like, okay, okay. <laughs> like like, like a you knew what I was talking about. Ron Perlman. Right, right, right. Yeah, like right. So okay. So the secondary writer, I'm secondary familiar writer. with this concept, right? Secondary, secondary writer. Secondary writer yeah. turns into a wolf, wolf has a writer. gun. Has a gun. No, so, no, wait. Time, time out. Wait. Okay, okay. Are we talking about like the horse from the lesser known 80s cartoon Brave Star where like the wolf also has the ability to hold the gun? <laughs> or is it one of those things where like he's got a gun or he's a wolf? You never know what he's going to do. Is he going to shoot you? Is he going to maul you? Can he track you down? Can he shoot you from afar? Like do you get at least that like I can't transform <laughs> and kill this person so far away when there's a female dog around because my wolf powers. No, he, it's a wolf motif. So he's still a person. He's just got a, like a wolf helmet and he's got armor and he's got claws and stuff. And he, you know, so it, it, he doesn't turn into a wolf wolf. Wait, hang, hang on. What's the theme of the regular common rider? Then? The regular I one. I thought that they all had like a certain, or, or is it still? His theme is grasshopper. Like the, the lead, the lead common rider is a grasshopper. Um, okay. The oh God, I forgot his his Wait, common so, writer designation. But so he, why so why this why is the secondary writer a wolf? Did they just not has has it taken has it somehow taken this long that the secondary writer is finally too wolf? Or have we? I feel like wolf is something we would have hit in like the eighties. We haven't had a like a, a wolf. We've had wolf enemies, but we haven't had a wolf writer yet. Well, shit, never mind. I retract my statement. There's, Good on the common Rider crew for yeah. not popping that wolf cherry too quickly. There's, there's actually a third writer who is a, a female writer, one of the first ones that we've had early on in the series, and she's a cheetah. Her, her designation is common Rider Valkyrie. She also has the gun. So. Okay. So for the, for the wolf guy to transform, he has yeah. to insert the key into the gun shoots the gun, a bullet comes out, he punches the bullet, the bullet shatters and turns into the armor and forms around him. And then he's the wolf guy. It's dope as fuck. That, wait, hang on. (laughs) He he takes (laughs) the gun out, right? He takes the gun. Takes the fucking key. Is like, I have, by the way, 
is he carrying the gun at all times or both they, were still yes. ripping the, no, the gun? They, it's not in hammer space. They have the guns on them at all times because they're sort of like a security force. So they come equipped with the guns. So, so this dude is rolling around like a secret service officer yeah. with like an AR-15 always at the ready. Yeah. So this dude's just wandering it's, around it's like a just looking at how it it's shit. A, it's a just, pistol. It's a it's pistol. A pistol. Yeah. Pistol's still okay. Yeah. So, so like sees trouble goes haha i'm a police officer in the united states and then jams the key in and then fires and then suddenly the bullet spins around and then he punches it and then all of a sudden he's a wolf yeah but a wolf with a gun yeah yeah that's why this show is amazing i you know (laughs) (laughs) all right sure fuck it i'm i'm in all right Uh, wait so so wait does does the Valkyrie does the does the cheetah um, the by the way second what what is the is the is the third rider just third rider is it third, third rider, rider? Is, we we've we haven't we've had multiple riders but we haven't had like top three before so like okay primary so secondary tertiary yeah I get tertiary, tertiary I guess tertiary okay Ter- tertiary tertiary, rider. tertiary feels tertiary like a rider. lot feels tertiary a lot like rider. a lot um, feel, feel feels like a lot she has a B um, okay, form so, she has a cheetah form. Um, okay. So to, to transform, you need to open the key and insert it okay. into the Henshin device. To open the key, you must be an authorized user. And here's where my conspiracy theory comes in. Yeah. The guy who turns into the wolf is not authorized to use the key. The woman who turns into the cheetah is the main technician. So she developed this technology. She can authorize him if she wanted to. She doesn't. So when he transforms, he breaks open the key. Like he, there's like a scene of him just like, right? Okay. And right, then right, yeah. sheer force of will opens yeah, yeah. the key, slams right. it into the Henshin device, transforms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. This all of this tracks right. The key was resisting arrest, so yeah. he broke it open and then jammed it in the gun. Go on. So here's my conspiracy theory. Yeah. I think, I think that she did end up authorizing him because they never mention again throughout the series. And yet he still takes all this pressure to open up. Like he still spends like a good 30 seconds before he transforms, trying to open his keys. Every time? Every time. I don't think he knows how to work hinges. No, I think I got this. So I used to have a 1988 Honda Prelude, right? Yeah. Me out. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that thing was a cool looking car, but was kind of trash. And the trunk, right? So the trunk, the latch on it broke once, right? And I managed to like get the thing open. I had to disconnect the back seat. I had to like disengage the lock. It was a whole thing, right? Because there's no like split folding bench in an 80s vehicle. So <laughs> once I managed to get that lock open, that mm. son of a bitch was a pain in the ass every time no amount of keys no amount of nothing like basically what ended up happening was like you had to do like a pinball tilt bump uh mm, like fonzie mm. maneuver yeah, yeah. Were like you had to turn the key and then like press your hip up against the side of the car and then kind of drop a savage elbow on the thing and then it would burst open and then you could throw your crap inside and then you'd shut it and then shut it again and then shut it again and then finally like you'd be like please just fucking work and then you <laughs> negotiate with a piece of metal and then 
gently press it, and then all of a sudden you go, ha! And then, like, you close <laughs> the thing down, and finally it would snap. I have a feeling just once he broke it, it never quite worked right. Ah. Like, if you get in, like, a fender bender, and yeah, your yeah, door's yeah. kind of crinkled in a little bit, and yeah. it just clips every time, you're like, God damn it, I got to get that fixed. Because <laughs> every time you shut the door, you hear that noise of, like, metal on metal, and you're like, <clears throat> right, yeah. Yeah. I think that's the problem, Jamie, is once you're a shithead and you break <laughs> something, you can't just magically put it back and it works. And he doesn't want to tell her that he broke it. So he's just going to keep it. Hey, how's that thing working? Works great. 100%. Best looking thing I own. Best thing. Take great care of it. Washed it twice this weekend. Twice. Just because. Just would enjoy looking at it. So I, I, like, I like where you're going, except... He oh, receives no. he receives other keys throughout the series that our our lead hero is just like oh boom, and he still has to struggle with him, which is why I I think he doesn't know how to work hinges. He also all the doors in this show are automatic doors, so you never have right. to open anything with a thing. He never opens a door. I don't right. see him ever opening a door to get in the car because she's the one right. who drives all the time. Like yeah. he's in the back of a van. It, everyone else pushes the van like. I think, I think he might be a moron. I think I would. I would argue that's possibly true, but I would also argue that maybe, just maybe, this guy is an overzealous officer who's seen a lot of Jean Claude Van Damme movies, <laughs> because JCVD doesn't know how to open up a bathroom stall either. Like he just fucking snap kicks that fucking that's thing. True. That's hinges. true. That's true. Yeah. Like He's so, over-zealous. I'm convinced that. Yeah, right. Yeah, like imagine bringing Jean-Claude Van Damme in to speak to like a middle school for some particular reason. You want to have a Belgian talk about overcoming adversity. And yeah, yeah, yeah. he suddenly decides he has to pee. And your like seventh grade kid is in the bathroom stall. And all of a sudden he walks in, sees that the one lone urinal is like, is taken care of. And then he just looks. And instead of checking under the, the, under the ruse of, like, germs, he just fucking kicks that <laughs> shit off, off the wall and then just stands there, just triumphant, just peeing, just, just because he can. Doors just fucking hanging by a thread, and then he, like, zips, turns, stares at the door, snap kicks the rest of the thing off, and then, like, goes, walks over, washes his hands, looks at the kid, kid's still standing there, reinforces the importance of washing his hands. By the way, Flushes using another kick, so water is just spraying everywhere. <laughs> yeah, like just absolutely every toilet's overflowing because he doesn't know how to use doors, but he does know how to kick. Yeah. Like, I'm convinced that maybe this guy is the definition of like when the only tool you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail, where he's yeah. just like, I gotta, I gotta do the thing. Yeah. Now, does that make him an idiot? Sure, sure. Yeah, I, I suppose it does. But I, I, in this moment, I prefer to look at him as a simple caveman. He's, he's the Tim <laughs> Allen of the, of the, yeah, just, just stares at the key. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. And just, and it, it, right. It tracks and then with gets his really personality, excited. too. Like, right. <laughs> right, yeah. Just, yeah, you know what's going to be? You're going to get, like, near the second to last episode, and someone's going to surprise him with something. Or show him something he doesn't really understand. You're just gonna hear him go, Ugh! and you're gonna be like, "I fucking knew it! I fucking knew it!" And then you're gonna scroll through, and you're gonna see all those names in the credits. Yeah. And then you're gonna see 
character design Tim Allen. And you're like, <laughs> motherfucker, I knew it. Yeah. And that's when I'm going to be jealous because he got the gig before I got the gig. <laughs> just like, God damn it, Tim Allen. <laughs> Look, man, if I know anything about society, a rich white guy is going to get that opportunity before you do. Like, let's be clear. It's true, here. man. Yeah. Hey, that's it's what I'm saying. True. It's important to hate Tim Allen early and often. Yeah. Early and often. Buzz Lightyear is the only acceptance of the rule because those Santa Claus movies, he killed a man and then took his job. He did. He fucking did. Yeah. <laughs> he fucking did. Killed a man and then took his job. Uh, well, Brandon, I believe yeah. you have solved the conspiracy theory for me. This, <laughs> this is definitely, it definitely I think tracks. I I'm more feeding into it, but yeah, I, I like the tracks. idea of, definitely tracks. yeah, the conspiracy is this guy is an idiot yeah because of tim allen yes Uh, yeah he has he goes it's either zero or 11 there's no in between and he every time he goes through like he's always forcing them yeah when all you gotta do is just all right and i bet i bet if you isolate the audio of him doing that in the background he's shouting like he's acting like he's shouting stop resisting but he's just kind of mouthing stop resisting so this way the body can't pick it up like that's that's probably what's going on Jesus Christ. Yeah. Maybe he's lying about the, the milkshake <laughs> giving him like poison or whatever. What? You didn't hear you about this? Never, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah. No, I, I don't, I don't want to do it. I don't. I, I don't have the patience for it. <laughs> uh, I just blame Tim Allen for a weird, a <laughs> uh, common writer thing. <laughs> My logic and reason has gone completely off the rails. It's, it's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Chalmers, where can people find you? <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at that guy Chalmers, um, and uh, nowhere else because I don't want to be anywhere else on the internet. Though honestly, I, for the love of God, can someone give me an option to upload just photos like Instagram that isn't owned by Facebook? Please, please anyone if is there something out there anything tumblr flicker flicker is still a thing flicker is flicker still a thing flicker is still a thing all right maybe maybe i'm just gonna set up a hot flicker account i don't know um yeah like i i I gotta i gotta try and step away from that from that facebook uh tumblr tumblr i don't know if i want anything to do with tumblr i feel like tumblr is gonna end up being real bad for me Tumblr, uh, Flickr, Tumblr. What else does photos? So, so, I, I don't. I don't know. This is the problem. <clears throat> it, it sounds like right now you can catch me on Flickr uh, at that guy Chalmers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I think in terms of photo sharing, Flickr, but they there's like a cap. I think it's like a thousand image. I don't know. I don't know. I looked into it. <sighs> it was not worth Always looking into. Always a caveat. Always a caveat. Can't they just steal my information like a reputable company? See, Tumblr Tumblr might be good because you don't actually have to interact with anybody. You just upload your photos and it's on them whether or not they want to reblog it or whatever or like it or whatever. Um, But there's like no, there's like, you know, I don't think there's a comment feature on it anymore unless you want it. I mean, that sounds delightful, but... uh, (laughs) Yeah, blogger? anyway, so for the blogger? time being, is you can catch me on Instagram. <laughs> blogger think, wait, might be a thing. Is blogger still a thing? So uh, you can catch me on LiveJournal uh, <laughs> at that guy Chalmers. LiveJournal is owned by the Russians now. Stay away from LiveJournal. 
Oh, why does it ruin everything? <laughs> is Dead Journal still a thing? I don't. I've never dead heard of Dead. Still, I've never heard of. You've dead never journal. heard of Dead Journal? Oh my God, Jamie! That's where all of us kids who graduated in the early two thousands would post all of our Lincoln Park. So you had a live journal for everything else, like you know your your regular like day to day like. Oh, that class was really hard. Or you, like, <laughs> you vague had a post. dead journal. <laughs> right, yeah, like you would, you would like vague post about being interested in somebody. Oh. And then the dead journal was the one where you had like an alias. And only like four of your closest friends really knew it was you, but like everyone else would kind of pay attention to it. And that, that's the one where you'd be like, a dead sucks. And I'm going to post all these Papa Roach lyrics. And then really, really in into stephanie but like i'm not gonna talk about it with her because like i don't know how to deal with that stuff so i'm just gonna post the, all these lyrics and wake you know, me so up, like wake me up right, yeah 100 percent. yeah just just a series of just yeah just darkened darkened bedroom blackout curtain evanescence blasting <laughs> blogging is really all that yeah uh i think yeah i don't know i just just invader zim on the tv in the background <laughs> just really just digging in digging into that like early 2000s just starting to get into fast and furious for all the wrong reasons yeah really yeah trying to defend new metal in the wrong kind of way life god i bet i bet i bet you could just set up a porn hub and just post photos there <laughs> Because <laughs> there's no limit. There, there's no limit there. I like I like the idea of just turning Pornhub into just a place where I just post <laughs> random life videos. Because I am I am infinitely curious about people <laughs> who put ratings and comments uh, on Pornhub. Like yeah. the idea of somebody <clears throat> seeing you perform an act voluntarily. Putting it out into the world and be like, this is what I got. I'm fucking proud of. And somebody being like, oh, this is terrible. 14%. they be like, dude. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. like I, <laughs> the, the <laughs> last thing I want to do, like, seriously, like that's, that's the day when you see me get up from a table and walk away is when we're going to be at dinner with somebody undoubtedly at a convention and we're going to meet a friend of a friend of a friend and we're going to be sitting down at dinner and they're going to talk about how one of their favorite things to do is put reviews on Pornhub. And I'm going to very quietly get up, throw a $20 bill on the table, and just leave. And you're going to be like, huh, that's the thing that Brandon doesn't want to deal with. That's it right there. Like, I don't want to have a conversation with that guy. That's the one that broke him. That's, that's it. Like, I, I, I don't want to enjoy a meal because I can't enjoy a meal with someone who doesn't appreciate hard work. Yeah. And I don't care how you slice it, no matter how simple it gets, porn has to be hard work. There's yeah. no way around it. Yeah. Like it, it has to be hard work. Like if you don't appreciate hard angles work, angles and shit. Yeah. Multiple camera angles and what have you, and the confidence alone to just bother to do it in the first place. Like just, yeah. Yeah. I, I want no part of somebody mm. who doesn't appreciate you don't like, <laughs> For the love of the game, man. Like, for the love of the game. For the love of the... Because you know what's going to happen? That dude's going to look just like me. Because you know that dude has to look just like me. 
Because we've got no other real problem to complain about, so we've got to start critiquing other people's performances on Pornhub. Yeah. 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 Hey, so in the third act, I was really into it, but then she just seemed kind of mentally checked out, <laughs> and that just didn't – like, what? No. No. <laughs> That's – no. No, no, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> God, now I'm going to just read the comments and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> That'll be a new segment. I will, I will, I will grab some comments and Jamie you can tell Gucci me. Jamie will read the comments. And you'll, you'll tell me if it's YouTube comments or Pornhub comments. Like, we'll play a game. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> we'll play the game TuberHub. And you Tuber tell Hub, yeah. me. Yeah, TuberHub. And you read the comments. And I tell you whether it's a review of a YouTube video or a Pornhub video. <laughs> like, and you got to pick something that feels way, like vaguely similar, yeah. like, like a toboggan review or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh my that God. seemed really smooth, but a little too fast for you to control. Be like, you know what? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Ah, uh, that's a great game. I might, we might do that next week. We might do that next week. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Anyway, Jamie, where can they find you? God, do you, can I, <laughs> I can change it like a son of a bitch. I swear to God. Uh, Instagram, uh, Jamie Noguchi. I haven't been posting much lately, mostly because I'm in production mode right now for the comic. I'm also unsure of what I'm allowed to post in terms of like preview art. Um, Everyone on my Patreon can see everything that I'm doing, but right. I never promote that. Uh, and then uh, Twitter, Angry Zen Master on Twitter. If you like angry activism, you can follow me there. Uh, and uh, that's, that's it. Oh, and wherever you find this thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, YouTube and, and Facebook Flickr. and uh, Pod, Flickr. Podbeam and Flickr. And Podbeam and Flickr. That's where you can find us. Oh, Imager. I guess you could post images to Imager. I don't think there's a limit sure, to Imager. I yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> anyway, but uh, yeah, uh, kids, we say it. Uh, we, say it we said it the last time. We're going to say it every <laughs> time. Be excellent to each other. Please remember, especially during the, the current situation, please don't start slacking about it. Black lives matter. Black trans lives matter. Please, please, please keep showing your love and support. Yep. Look out for each other. That's all we got. Be excellent to each other. Bye, kids.